Hi to my friends, and welcome to today's episode of Forte Catholic. I'm so glad that you are here. It's a bittersweet episode for me because I have our associate pastor on who was on the show uh, 10 weeks ago, if you remember Father Will Rooney. He is no longer our associate pastor. Actually, as I'm recording uh, these commercials, uh, this intro, uh, he's already gone, which is very sad for me. We recorded uh, today's episode two days before he left. He went to the Holy Land, and then he's being moved to become a pastor of a new parish. So we talked about that. We talked about um, his going away party, which is actually a really special event. It sounds, you know, typically when going away party for priests, it's just like you have some food and you say nice things, and then it's over. But um, our pastor invited everybody to say essentially answering the question of how has Father Will been a father for me? And I had an answer to the question, and then I kind of retracted it a little bit because Father Will's been both a brother and a father to me. So we talked about um, how can somebody be both your brother and your father? We talked about uh, some of the great ways that he has been both in my life uh, and the life of of my family and our parish. We also talked about the things that he has learned in his time here at our parish as he moves into becoming a pastor for the first time. So we hope that you enjoy this episode episode. If you do, please hit subscribe on YouTube or, or, or wherever you are listening to the podcast. Thanks. We appreciate it. It all helps. Enjoy today's show. What's up? Welcome to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll, and that is a not our usual priest, but a returning priest. Yes. You were just here 10, 10 episodes ago, Father Will Rooney. Yes, I was. It it's seems be back. like a lot longer ago. It that. does, actually. <laughs> it feels like a lot longer ago. There's a lot of things that have happened in the uh, past. Uh, but a, a theme for uh, a lot of our conversation today. Uh, you very quickly ingratiated yourself into a community. I did. Yes, you grew up. You grew up in, but you ingratiated yourself into our parish, and now, uh, I th- maybe like three weeks after you came on this last <laughs> show, yeah. what what I thought was going to happen was confirmed. You are leaving us. It's true. I announced on Good Shepherd Sunday that I was leaving, and my last Sunday was Father's Day. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's terrible. That's, I didn't, it's I didn't it's think so that true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Father Brian and I were, were, were joking about that, that, you know, we've just uh, uh, caused all the people with father wounds in the entire parish to oh, ex- re-experience no. <laughs> Dad left on Father's Day. <laughs> you went out for milk on Father's Day and didn't come back. That's yes. tough. That's tough. I, uh, I, I think I shared this on, on the show years ago, but it's been a while and I, I have not told you, but uh, the last... Sunday when I was in grad school, um, when I was leaving grad school to go take a job because we had had a baby and we needed yes, you, know, you needed money or something. Yes, so we decided to work for the church. Christopher is expensive. Yeah, he very much is. Although he's playing a free video game right now, so that's that's okay. Uh, but the last Sunday, the reading was a prophet is not welcome in his hometown. <laughs> as I was taking the youth ministry job in my hometown. And I was not welcome. <laughs> I was there for two years and I was ready to leave after one. I mean, it was just tough. Uh, yeah. Well, ironically enough, some similar things, not maybe not the same, but similar things to you. Like I grew up in the community yeah. where everybody saw me as the little kid. Now mm-hmm. I didn't return to the collar. So there's a little bit of it, yeah. built in respect for sure. the collar, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you came, you were, um, you grew up in the parish right down the road. Yeah. Right, right down the road. City. 15 That's minutes right. away. Yeah. But, well, technically different city, but yeah. <laughs> it's the same city, really. Right, let's, right. let's just be honest. Right. Yeah. Uh, we, I was just talking about the Twin Cities in Minnesota. I just met some, we have a lot of people, ironically enough, in our community mm-hmm. from the Twin Cities. Uh, so it's kind of funny that like they moved from Minnesota's Twin Cities yeah. to Texas's Twin Cities. <laughs> There's a connection, Minnesota and uh, in College Station. I was actually born in St. Paul. Were you really? I was really born in St. Paul, Minnesota. So, My dad was in grad school. Oh, no way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I, I actually just taught my kids this the other day. Do you know what Texas means? Uh, where it comes from? Gosh, it's terrible that I, um, I'm guessing it's some sort of indigenous tribes word for Correct. this area. Or uh, you got half of it, right? Don't know. Friendship. Oh, you know what? I I remember that a long time ago that we learned that. It was funny because my kids thought knew it was friendship, but thought it was Spanish. You knew that it was a like native word, yeah. but didn't know that it was friendship. So together, you and my kids make a pretty good team. There <laughs> it is. Yes. Uh, but I heard somebody else the other day, uh, Brian Bates, comedian. He was there talking about Minnesota. And he goes, well, you know, it's, that, that's the native word for small cooks. 
I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> it's like we've we've all made the joke, but adding the, that it's the native word for it when that's other funny. states are named after that, like Texas. I just I just really appreciated the little simple dad joke. That's great. Awesome. I'm still kind of reeling that you left on Father's Day. <laughs> I, I, Wait, I was there. You were I there. Didn't the connection. I didn't make a huge deal about it in my homily. I thought about making some jokes, but I didn't want to. Yeah, that's not something. Didn't want to go too far. I, I applaud you, uh, and the fact that like you, you didn't even allude to it enough where I even thought about it. I mean, to be fair, it was Father's Day, so I was thinking about me. Yes, so, you know, I was you thinking about other people's yeah. issues. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, yes. Yeah, but you you left you left slash you're but you're here. Like, yeah, it was your last Sunday. You're actually yeah. leaving on a trip, which we'll talk about here in, in a little bit, but. Um, that was your last weekend in the parish. Yep. You're moving on to become a pastor. That's correct. We joked on the last episode <laughs> of all the names that you know, baby pastor, step pastor, whenever you filled in for our pastor for yes. three months. And I, um, I prophesied. I have the gift of prophecy well, there that you would be a pastor <laughs> very by this summer. And sure enough, here you are. Yeah. You're only here so I could say I was right. That's the only. <laughs> that's why here. you invited me back. I get it. I, I, I understand. I understand. That's that's fine. So you're moving on to become the big the big man. Yeah, I guess uh, I'm, I'm going to be a, a pastor. Technically, I'll be the uh, the parochial administrator at St. Mary's in Temple, Texas. Uh, usually for the first time you become a pastor, you spend about a year as the administrator. Um, all that means is that the bishop doesn't have to ask anyone if he wants to move you. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I- so I as a pastor, noticed. you have a like you have stability of office, quote unquote. Yeah, quote unquote. Very much. <laughs> it's in the it's in Everyone law. listening to this show knows how unstable <laughs> our pastorship has been. So which is funny. well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but anyway, so. uh, oh, I didn't know that because I have seen a lot of like priests that are my age become yeah. pastors for the first time, and it's this other term. The, yeah, so what, what I'll this? like introduce myself as a pastor because no one knows. What this term, is. but yeah. since we since this is a podcast where we have enough time to talk about these <laughs> things, parochial administrator. So it's a term in yeah, law. As we talked about last time you're on, you're always about keeping things short and sweet. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm trying. I, yes, of course. It just means that uh, you're you have care of the community on behalf of the bishop, and you're taking care of everything. You're basically responsible in every way, um, except you don't have the right of stability of office. Okay, so it's ideally it would be used in canon law for like situations where there's like an interim needed or something like that. I so gotcha. yeah, that's it. But, it, but it seems to be used pretty often for young, young guys. Young yeah. Priests that are coming yeah. I mean, it's just a way it's of saying like, like, if you screw it up, he yeah, can he can move you really quick without <laughs> any, any argument at all. Like you have no, no stability technically of office, but I mean, the, like, that's that's if you screw up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Well, don't do that. Um, I'm gonna try not to. We uh, uh I was actually just talking to our pastor, mm-hmm. um, Father Brian. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, which who we'll talk about because one of the big things I want to talk about is your go- you had two going away parties this weekend. They were yeah. pretty impactful for for me, and I would imagine yeah, for you as well. It's pretty amazing. Um, and Father Brian was a big part of that, but he was sharing with me the, uh, a few weeks ago that thi- this is the longest he has been in one single place as a pastor. That's so he, correct. He, yeah. he was um, at a, a, a not professor, the lead professor of seminary. What is that called? Uh, he was a formator. So formator, what that means yeah. is he helps. He's he's not an academic professor as much. He he just helps shepherd guys through the seminary. I got you. So, so he was there, I think, for six ish years, something yep. like that. Mm-hmm. So that was the. But he's been a priest for seventeen years, and we remember that because we went on his sabbatical. Mm-hmm. And that's you, you're able to fill yep. in all this stuff, right? Uh, but. He said this is the longest he's been in a parish, period, which is crazy. 17 years in, he's been here for two years. And uh, it's the longest he's yeah, been. Yeah, two and a half years, right? Yeah, so, yeah, it is It is kind of crazy um, within a parish, right? I mean, I guess that long long stint at the seminary or whatever, but yeah, it's pretty pretty yeah. intense for him. And it's different because like, it, you're still pastoring. You're still shepherding like a flock. Yeah. But it's like at the seminary, it's a flock of... Yeah, you know, 10, 18, 20. 10, 10 to 20 people that are 18 to 20 years old. It's different. Well, than- <laughs> yeah, he had the older guys, so that was that was good for him. But yeah. it, it is it is a very different experience. And you you that would be a great interview in the future for you just to have well, him talk about he that. He was going to be next, but then you decided to leave. I'm like, well, I got to get it before <laughs> you leave. So There you go. Uh, yeah. But speaking of him, so this weekend uh, we went to – Two going away parts. So there was one Saturday night that yeah. was more, that was uh, adults only. So like, yeah. So it was like, it was scheduled at a time that kids probably would not have 
been uh, very amenable to being at, right? So right. like 7.30 at night right. where, yeah, everyone's going crazy. So, But, but it was also like the, the um, purpose of the event mm-hmm. was for the community to essentially answer one question. S- Sunday was more like what you would typically think of. It was everybody's invited to potluck yeah. and it was like, we're all going to have fun. Yeah. We're going to take pictures with you and... Uh, I think somebody gave you a present or something. But like yeah. Saturday was like adults and adults. And and the question, and I had heard, I had heard this question, I don't know, a month before the evening. Mm. And I was still struggling with the question that evening. So, uh, but it's, it, but, which I think means it's a good question, not a bad one. Yeah. It was a great question because uh, what Father Brian, our pastor, wanted this event to be, and we, t- we had talked about it at um, Pastoral Council, and you weren't there, ironically enough, so we actually got to kind of talk about, <laughs> make a somewhat, somewhat they deci- surprise. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they decided what they were going to do without right, me. Exactly, it was just completely exactly. fun. Um, but his question was, uh, the entire Saturday night was the adults in the community coming together and saying, Father Will has been a father to me by blank. Or when. Yeah, blank, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it, was, it was interesting because my first thought and I've, I've shared about this with um, with certain things with, I would say, probably three, maybe four priests that that I've become friends with that mm-hmm. are my age. Yeah. Where I, even though I, like, intuitively call you father because of the, thing, yeah. like, I see y'all more as a sure. brother. Yeah. Like, a brother that can do really, like, cool things. <laughs> cool things like, you know, the sacraments and that yeah, sort yeah, of thing, you know? Sure. Um, but I kept thinking, I was like, I see him more as a brother. And, like, in in ways that is helpful because as i've shared over the last two three years especially with stuff that's gone on our parish it's like Mm -hmm. the priesthood had become kind of a difficult Mm. office for me to connect with because things have been difficult with priests in the past so having father brian come in as a father and kind of refill that father role Mm -hmm. was really helpful while father anthony the the other co-host in the show was kind of that brother role for me. That's awesome. So I kind of got the brother and father role there. And then you came in and it was, again, kind of more brother, but mm-hmm. I actually got to experience y- your active priesthood a little bit more, even than Father Anthony, because we're friends from far, far away. So yeah. it was this interesting kind of like you were kind of in between mm-hmm. the two of them, right? But I heard the question, you know, how has Father Will been a father to me? And I was like, I mean, I know he has, but it's not. I just immediately kept going to the brother stuff. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. So uh, I was going to get up on Saturday and like essentially share about how you've been a brother to me. Right. Yeah. And then I got genuinely sad. (laughs) So I didn't go up because I was like, I don't think I can do this without tearing up. And one of our mutual friends went up (laughs) and started tearing up. I I teared up twice. Uh, One Whenever uh, Mike, who's yeah. been on the show before, uh, he's, uh, if y'all remember from the men's retreat, yeah. he was he Gosh. shared. He's the guy going into the diaconate and studying for the diaconate. That sort yeah. of thing. Um, but he shared and just gave you this incredible gift. Can you explain the gift? Yeah. So he made a cross. Mike's a woodworker. He likes to make crosses. And he had this long explanation of of the cross. But uh, I think he, I, and I, I'm forgetting exactly, um, his Latin translation actually was oh, the yeah, name yeah. of it, but it's not exactly right. But it's really beautiful because it's, uh, I, I say the phrase, hey, y'all wanna a lot uh, to people, apparently. I, that's apparently a, a phrase that, hey, y'all wanna pray, hey, hey, y'all, wanna pray yeah. y'all wanna do this, y'all wanna do and so um, it was really funny on uh, Sunday. I think I said the word y'all four times in a sentence during, when I was doing the announcements. And I literally, I, I just, you heard it. I, I heard it. And I said, man, that was doing, a lot of y'alls. You also uh, thought about something else during your announcements. Oh, did I? What you, did I think about? You thought about me. <laughs> you told me that after mass. Oh, maybe I did. Oh, I did. I did. I certainly did. Because I, I was like, oh, dang it. I Because I was right at an hour, right at like an hour and three minutes. And then the announcements that were a little bit longer at the end of mass right. today be, or yesterday because it was, anyway. There's there was a lot, lot of good, good and things. And it was your last day. And I was yeah. like. I was like, I know it's going along, but I'm not going to give him any strength. And then he comes out day. and I shook his head. I was like, I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, so, but he, he's, he made this cross and he, he uh, called it the Hey Y'all Wanna cross, um, it, it, which is something like huius vis facere is what he called it, <laughs> which literally translated means, do you will it? to be made. Do you, yeah. Do you will it to be made? And so, um, anyway, so it's, it's, it's funny. And, but it was really a beautiful gift. Just him talking about all of these different aspects of the way I'd fathered this community and him and his wife. And, and, um, you know, I was really moved that I, 
I think this, this is a little bit of a charism of mine. Just, I like to invite people to pray the liturgy of the hours mm -hmm. and like four people stood up and said, yeah. Hey, you invited me to do this and now we do it. Right. And I'm like, I, that's amazing. <laughs> you know, it brings me such joy. Right. I, that was one of the themes that I, that I saw yeah. too. And, uh, both the cool things for me, one was that like, Oh, you're just like willingness to like invite people into this is the life. I, I saw a lot of that. I saw a lot of, this is the life of what a priest looks like when nobody else is watching mm. kind of stuff. Like I heard I, the two, two of the big things being literally the hours, which like I didn't know existed until college. Like I've talked about it on sure, here a yeah. lot because yeah. it's the official prayer of the church and yeah. no one has heard of it, <laughs> which is wild. It's just been a it wild is. Yeah. Wild thing. yeah. Uh, but yeah. But there was a lot of those hours running through it, but then there was also a lot of like, you came and uh, like prayed with my dying family yeah. member, and you or you came and prayed with our, our family when we were going through this kind of strife, and it was just there was there was a lot of those two things. Mm -hmm. But what was what was interesting to me about um, Mike's gift was yeah, that was the funny Latin line, right? But and, and kind of the the story of you inviting them to pray, yeah. But it was also like, I mean, it's a big cross. It's yeah, it, and, it's like from here to here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And the all of the wood was like rejected wood. Yeah. Like it was wood that like you wouldn't use for and you could tell, like it was, it was this is the right word, but it was like tattered. It was like Yeah, so he took up. he took bark on one side and like put it together with I, I don't know how he did it. It's really amazing. And then on the other side, it's like a piece of old. Uh, not old, but a piece of pecan that was just going to get thrown away. Right. Not, not good enough. And, and um, it, it's one of the things that I had told Father Brian after about a year of him being here. And then like the next year with you being here together, it was just, it, I knew it was healing for me, mm. but um, almost everybody in our parish went through this, a similar kind of rough time. And then just kind of rejuvenation when Father Brian got yeah. here. And then just like the extra blessing of like, we went through a rough period with the priesthood and now we might have two of the best priests that we could possibly have for this situation. And that's what his gift was from. Yeah. He was sharing a lot of the same kind of stuff that I've shared of like, mm. we were the broken, the kind of tattered, the not good enough, the, uh, you, you know, yeah. like, like the imperfect pieces of wood. Sure. And yet God still made something out, beautiful out of it yeah. through I mean, the two of y'all's work. And it was just, sure. I, 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 Mike was crying. Was yeah. A grown man who I look up to quite a bit. Absolutely. And then I, so I started crying. Uh, it was just, it was just really special. It was, it was, a that was an amazing gift. And then there was another lady who gave me a compass because I like helped her find direction or That's something. That's what it was. I wasn't sure Yeah. So was. she gave me a little cross and a, com a compass and uh, just this really sweet lady. She's a former kindergarten teacher. Like it's just a beautiful Beautiful gift. Does the compass uh, face east instead of north? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can figure out east in it. I was, I was, in which our church is set up uh, east-west, by the way. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why it's blazing hot outside of the front doors <laughs> at 6.30 p.m. It was rough. Um, I never thought about it. It's, it's which funny because I've talked to Father Anthony about I mess with him about East West stuff all the time. My big joke. I don't know if I've told you my big joke that he, it's like, I think, I don't think it's the funniest thing I've ever said, but he, he does. Okay. It's just like, uh, you know, everybody's like, Oh, the, why do we face East? Because when Jesus comes back, he's going to be in the East. And it's just like, I don't know. If Jesus comes back, we're facing West. I think we're going to notice. Yeah, We're going to notice. We're going to notice. It's like, yeah. Oh crap. I was looking the wrong way. I missed it. You know, I missed it. uh, but, uh, the other time that I teared up. So it, it was, it was interesting. Cause like I, I was, I, processing kind of before the evening and then also kind of during the evening mm -hmm. of like i was like how has father will been a brother to me like oh he's been a brother to me by like letting him letting me mess with him yeah about his long hobble he's letting <laughs> and, and letting you come to the realization that the only reason i'm messing with you with it is because i always go long on this podcast used to be exactly 56 minutes ask the listeners the last time this was 56 a minutes. long time ago <laughs> yeah, yeah like years <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, every talk that I give, 30 minutes, it's going to be 35. 20, 20 minutes, it's going to be 25. Because I'm always like, I have something else incredible to say, right? You know, like, <laughs> uh, you let me mess with you about that. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought about, like, pretty much towards the beginning, um, eating Taco Bell at the rectory at like amazing. 11 o'clock at night. It was late. Asking you, like, weird theology questions to where, like, it's one of those things where it's like, Sometimes I ask weird questions and people try to give me simple answers. I'm like, no, 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 you, you have to understand that I understand the basics. Yeah. I'm asking really weird these questions. <laughs> so, like, yeah, uh, it, no, that's fun. It, it, was, it was one of those things where it's like, it's one of the reasons that I couldn't go up there 
uh, people that listen to the show are used, used to me being prideful, but I, I couldn't go up there and say what I'm about to say, but everybody listening to the show was like, yeah, that sounds right. I was like, there are very few people, uh, and I think you proved this to the listeners the last time you were on, huh. there's not many people that can spar with me in quickness of wit and like how I look, view theology. Sure. That sort of yeah. thing. And you're one of those people, both on the show, but then also over Taco Bell as director. <laughs> no, I'm honored by that. Um, so I was like, th- there's a lot of the, the brother things. We talked about the last, la- I still feel bad the last time on the show, you re- you revealed to me that you helped me move into this house. And I, <laughs> like, that was and, amazing. And I think that was, that was part of the thing. Cause one of the themes that I was seeing also was there were a lot of people like from your childhood, like oh, no, yeah. your, your dad was there, your grandma was there, but then also all these people were going up. Like we remember yeah, we yeah, like, altar server. This one family came up and was like, yeah, we were on a trip with father Will when he was uh, in middle school and he was a pain. Right. And yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, probably. probably true. <laughs> Could be true. Yeah. Um, but I was seeing that and I was like, oh, that might be another reason why the brother thing. Because like we met. Yes, you yeah, were in we seminary. Met so there was yeah. a, like, there's always a little bit of separation between like lay people and seminarians, even though you're technically still a lay, lay person. It's yeah. like, I don't know, you're giving your whole life to this sort sure. of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. like I met you when we were like 19, 20, 21. Like we were. Yeah. We were yeah. How old were you when you guys moved here? 22, 23? 23. Yeah. So uh, I guess I think it was. Yeah, right it would have been that. right about that yeah, age, yeah. Because yeah. it was it was when I was working at the previous parish, uh, where the place I wasn't welcomed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that place, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, so like we've known each other for a long time, and it was just really interesting, like how my experience was both different and similar to a lot of people in the room. Yeah, it's like oh, there was a lot of people, like other seminarians who have known you for the same amount of time I have, like over mm-hmm. a decade. They were twelve, and you were helped out at a retreat, and they're oh, like, yeah, "Oh yeah, I, right. no. like, yeah. no, I seven there twelve years later." Yeah, that was were. that was crazy when I remet Naum. I was like, yeah. "Wait a minute, you? How do we? Oh, you went to that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. that's awesome." <laughs> yeah. So it it was cool seeing how um a, a lot of themes, and yeah. one of them being how you you ingratiated yourself very well into this community, even though you grew up down the road. But how? But also how like uh, it it was like encouraging for me to see that uh you've been doing this for a while hmm. it wasn't just here like the hmm. people that were there were multiple seminarians who met you at multiple different times at different places who both are in seminary hmm. because you helped out at something not here sure it was it was in a different place yeah. um, really interesting too to hear it's not something i hear often uh one of the seminarians entered seminary because you invited him not because not only because but oh, that yeah, was yeah. the impetus he yeah. had been thinking about it and you were like just apply and so yeah. he did so like yeah, God obviously played a role, but you know, like you were sure. kind of the, uh, yeah. and and he left. And I have heard a lot of people who who left, um, not all, but kind of be like bitter about it. Sure. And he was not only think I think most people who go to who have left seminary that I have heard, there's a little bit of bitterness and also like, man, did I, like did, did I, I waste the year? Yeah. Did I whatever? And not only did he was he thankful to God, but he was thankful to you. Sure. The person who convinced them to do to do it, yeah. and he was like, "It was the best year of my life." I'm like that was that's awesome. Yeah, it, like it, I it always say, good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think when a guy is genuine and he goes to seminary, like even if he leaves, he will get something out of it that is what God wants him in there for. So yeah, you know, yeah, I'm I'm grateful to God. It was it was an amazing like, uh, just an amazing gift that Saturday night thing to hear people just praise God for a gift that he had given through me. I mean that like, it's so cool, mm-hmm. right? Like, and in, in so many times as a priest, um, we don't, you don't necessarily see the fruit of your labor immediately. Sometimes you do, sometimes there's little things and, and even like people will give a nice comment at the end of a homily or something like that. But you're always like, uh, is, are they just being nice or is this actually, you know, long-term? No, I was yeah. being nice by criticizing. <laughs> I was the only person genuinely caring about you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, but you know, so, so there's just a real care for the community or, or care from the community. And that, that's, um, that's a really important thing in, in the life of a priest or in, in my life. I, I, I mean, the, the parish is my family, mm-hmm. right? And so it's it's so beautiful to to be affirmed in that way. And on Father's Day, you know, that was really cool. So, yeah. um, and then the next day to have the entire, this entire group of people, well, both times, at the Saturday night thing and on Sunday, um, the groups of the parishioners prayed for me. Yeah. And that was just, that was awesome. Yeah. So um, I, I'm extremely thankful 
for for yeah. that gift. It was cool to see. It was a cool balance of what the community uh, of the lay community and the priesthood because yeah, we all prayed for you. And then you gave, gave the us blessing. A blessing. Yeah, Where it was. It, it was just this cool, like, like this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah, you know, and, like, <laughs> and, you know I, I, I don't want to draw. <laughs> this is this is always dangerous when you start to make a comparison between yourself and someone in the in the Bible, right? But like when Saint Paul was, leaving, I don't know. You go in persona Christe pretty often. Well, I know, so. but, but <laughs> I mean that's kind of a high bar. <laughs> it is, but like I, I just think about like the those those communities when like Paul was leaving, and and how like he talked to them and. And there was this great love in his heart. And I, I get a little taste of that. Like in, there's this great love in my heart for this community. And it's also a sign that our parish is, um, it's not perfect. It's not by, by any stretch of the imagination, but there's a, there, like, there's this capability of sending forth, right. Of being, being sent forth from this community to the next one on a mission. Right. And I'm sent by the Bishop, uh, sent by God, right. To, to go to St. Mary's and temple. And I can't wait to be there. Um, and it's this great, uh, beautiful tension of like the fact that we're still on, on this journey of faith and this side of heaven, mm-hmm. there's going to be these separations and friendships have to change and, and different things like that because we're on mission following Jesus Christ. Um, but that there's also this unity, right? This unity between I'll always carry with me something of St. Joe's and St. Joe's will always carry with it. A some, little hole in uh, our hearts. <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, I hope I, I was really thinking about this, that, um, there's, you know, there can be this temptation of like, will people remember me? Mm-hmm. Right. Of, yeah. But I, I've really come to this piece of like, though I selfishly would want that to happen. I really want people to remember Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I want them to their if, if their lives are transformed by, you know, whatever I whatever I did uh, here. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. If if they came to me for confession one time and and they decided to follow Jesus. Amazing. Yeah. And it's it's just, it's interesting that you led us there because that was one of the things I was thinking about during your last homily that went a little long. Uh, I'm just kidding. It's very good. It was short. <laughs> that was a pretty short homily. I, just, I had to for one last time for all time's sake. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, but I, it was one. It was one thing that I didn't really realize fully until this past weekend because this past weekend it was one of both of our favorite verses that while we were still sinners christ died for mm, us like while we were enemies so of good. god while yeah. while uh we had done stuff to where he could genuinely hate us dislike yeah. us or shun us he was like nah, i'm gonna die for you anyway like yeah. it's just it's 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 the whole gospel in in one a, a verse, verse right yeah. and you had said like oh I, you know this might sound familiar because i've been saying it i've said it like every other homily but one thing i didn't really notice it until this weekend that I think you might be even within just a year, you might be the priest that has said the name of Jesus more than any other priest that I've ever heard. Hmm. And, and and like, even, even like some of my favorite priests and favorite homilists are often talking about like things generally theology, the church, um, our, our moral life, you know, like all these things that are like yeah. supposed to be hit on in, in homilies. Right. Um, or even like if they're like telling the story of like the, the parable or whatever, but it was yeah. just, it was very like Christocentric, like very much focused on Christ. And I think um, I was making connections with, because like, I mean, everything that comes out goes in yep. somewhere. Right. Yeah. Uh, and hearing the stories, I, I was connecting it with, I thought about that during the, the homily, your homily Sunday morning. And then we went to that second going away party. Um, Sunday afternoon. <laughs> I just want to say one of the things I think that we've we've made the seminarians who are with us think that all we do is have parties yeah. <laughs> for the past few weeks because it's been the going away tour or whatever. <laughs> it's been I, really funny. It was. Uh, I thought I actually looked at them multiple times during a going away party and like how. I mean, it, the thought that I had, whether it's true or not, but I was like, there's no way they're leaving the seminary. Yeah, because like seeing how much so. a priest was loved by a community, I was like, "This is." I was like, "How are they walking away from this?" You know, like yeah, it's awesome. and, which which could have been. I would imagine one of the harder moments of uh, as a priest is being moved from a place that maybe you don't want to be moved from, yeah. right? Um, and so like as a seminarian, being in a being placed in a parish where that is happening that summer mm-hmm. might actually be a hard thing to see. 
but seeing it was like almost the opposite of what my assumption going into this mm-hmm. was where I was like, no, this is actually probably pretty good for them. To no, I think it's out. really good for, uh, yeah. I mean, it's hard. It, it is hard for me to leave. And, but I do value the fact that, I mean, it, just as a kind of, we can put this in parentheses and maybe talk about it a little bit more. It's been so fun and so much of a, a life-giving experience to be able to mentor those guys. Yeah, yeah. It's just been awesome. Yeah. And even as I'm leaving, right? Like to, to say, I hope this is the way that, that we can leave, right? Like yeah, yeah. It, it, as priests, sometimes we go to places that we don't necessarily want to go. And I haven't had that experience. Um, I don't want to leave, but I don't, if that makes sense, I don't want to leave, but I want to go. Yeah, yeah. It's such a yeah. tension in my heart, right? Like There's goodness. In yeah, and, absolutely. And, um, so one last thought on the Jesus thing. Uh, I, I was I was seeing it um, like during mass. I was hearing it and being like, "Oh, he said Jesus a lot, and talked about Jesus a lot, and like relationships." But then, like going back to kind of where we started, of like you inviting people to pray, and like I, it yeah. stems from I think two things: your prayer life, which was for for you a lot of literally hours of mass and that sort of thing, yep. but also like from father brian and like it's kind of connecting all these things right all of this happened because father brian is sad that you're leaving and he wanted to send you off well and seeing the brotherhood of you two and him wanting to wanting to give you this gift to thank you for yeah but then also like hearing over and over again how y'all prayed together and it was it's just like this pyramid of things where i was like i'm I might be like, I think the, the bottom of the pyramid or whatever, it would be like your everyday person at the local parish going to mass a couple of times a week. Right. Mm-hmm. Or a couple of times a, a month. Um, and then like, so I'm in that group, but also kind of this other group that's like involved or whatever. Yeah. And even I don't see, even I was like, not shocked, but like surprised by some of the stories that I was hearing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know that y'all prayed together that often. Yeah. Well, it's not, I, I, unfortunately it's not super common for diocesan priests, even if they're living together to pray together, right, right? Which is a shame, but it's also just the culture because I mean, it's hard because you, you like, I'm going to a place where there will be no other priest at the parish. Right. The next priest will be at the next parish. And so it, it requires this, uh, this commitment to community. Right. It's hard. So, but, but I think, but I think a lot of the fruits that we saw way down at the bottom of the period pyramid started with the top being Jesus, but that the next two people being the two priests and like yeah. y'all's, y'all's praying together, y'all's care for each other and y'all's care for the parish together. Um, it was just cool. It's kind of seeing the whole, like, you know, they talk about trickle down economics, like, but trip, like the triple trickle down and like the economy of grace, like, that's an economy of grace economy joke. I'm really, proud look of at that. you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so have you read the of soul of the apostle? I have, I have read that. I actually just gave a review of that book the other day. I, I have read half the book, which means I have read all the books because he because just I repeats read the first chapter. <laughs> And I read the first chapter 10 times. I got about halfway through and I was like, I got it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, you just need to be reminded of that. Yeah. yeah. I think he's the one who says, um, if the priest is holy, the people will be holy. If mm-hmm. the priest is not holy, like if the priest is like, av- yeah, it's just not. We have work. experienced that in our parish. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. But. Um, okay. I think there was, there was other things. We're going to take a break here in a second, but there was one other thing. Oh, I finally found my answer. To the question you asked last time? No, to the question that Father Brian wanted me to answer this whole Saturday oh, thing okay. of how you've been a father to me. And I thought of, of two two things. Um, the other time that I cried. Mm. I, and it was it was like I very much connected with Mike and mm. how Mike came in, like the, the guy with the that gave you the cross. Yeah. Like that was like I was tearing up because like I felt the same way sure. Mike did. Um the other one was this kind of shifting of like I saw you as a father through my fatherhood. Mm. Um, I, I started tearing up when um, Mr. Johnson got up, who's on the school board, mm-hmm. and he was saying how much you've been a father to not only his ki- his kids, his four boys, or his four kids, um, but to like the school kids. Mm-hmm. And I, I I started crying because I was like, you've been a father to my kids, mm. and I like. I hadn't thought about. I thought about me missing you a long time ago, and I actually like you did a better job of like opening your heart fully to you being here than I did because I knew you were leaving (laughs) 11 months after you got here. So I was like, I opened my heart, but maybe not fully because I didn't want it to be stepped on whatever. So when you left, I was like, yep, told (laughs) you. But I, 
I was like, that was like the first time that I was like, or I guess the second time, because I sure. cheered up both those times. But um, like my kids are going to miss you. And I hadn't sure. thought about that, yeah. you know, uh, and not only my kids, like the other group of kids that I very much care about, the school kids, because I've been. You've been part of their their life for a long time. For, for yeah, eight years now. Right. Yeah. So I was like sad about that. And so I was like, but like, you've been a father to me through my kids. Mm-hmm. And it was this, it was this interesting realization because like I was probably. Other than the seminarians, I think I was the youngest person in the room. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> which is hilarious. But, right? uh, yeah, yeah, I was like, it's kind of sad, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> anyway. um, the old people really like you. <laughs> but it's also a Saturday night event at church. I no, mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when Father Brian made that joke, because he, Father Brian was like, we think, I think that Father Will is the youngest person in the room. And I was like, no, Naomi is here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very funny. Was I thought about it. I was like, I think I'm fourth. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. I was like, why, like, all these other people are able to answer this question of he has been a father to me sure. and you're 30, 40, 20 years younger than them. And I'm like a year older than you. I'm like, I'm struggling to see him as father with well, these people that are way older than me. Have. Sure. Um, but I think that was part of it. It was kind of like a transition for me of like, you know, a theme that I think is pretty common for me of like kind of getting out of my old head and yeah. thinking about other people, <laughs> like, but like seeing it for my kids, like my kid, like the, uh, and even before I had this realization, the biggest time that you've been a father to me, was when you when you offered to come and pray for our son before his mm-hmm. surgery? Like he ended up yeah. not having surgery, but like I actually think praise be Jesus Christ. I actually think that was like we actually. I don't. I don't think I ever told you this. We talked about it the next week on the show. Sure. I was like that might have been a miracle. Well, I'm yeah. not gonna say it is, but I'm sure. not gonna say it didn't. But like the doctor said he had to have surgery. You prayed for him, and yeah. the, and the rest of the community prayed. I mean, we had like thousands of people praying yeah. for him. By it the was end, amazing. Right? And then he didn't need surgery. So like you know, crazy crazy thing. Yeah. But like I was like I think that was the most like. I had a lot of experience with you as brother. And then that might've been the most like father thing of like sure. you caring about your children, which was caring about my children. And it just meant so much. Cause it's like, we didn't ask you. And I feel like in most cases, even with like the best priests, yeah. you're like, Hey father, can you come at 3am? My mom's sick or whatever. Like, the answer is yes. Yeah. For most, mm-hmm. for most good priests. But you like sought us out and you're like, Hey, can I come? I'm like, Oh yeah, we should have thought about that. You're <laughs> like, but we're in stress mode and hadn't thought about it. No, so, I, yeah. Um, but yeah, whenever he shared that, I was like, oh my God, the kids are going to miss you too. So. Sure. Yeah. No, I'm going to miss, I, I will miss the old people, the middle-aged people and the young people. I yeah, mean, it's I have the young people. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Depends on the room. It depends on the room, right? Yeah. So no, it's, it is a, it is a real blessing to, I mean, the life of a diocesan priest is amazing because of that, right? This, just this gamut of people that you, I mean, I, I talk with three and a half year olds today, today. All right, here we go. I did a funeral today. Uh-huh. So it was with an older crowd, generally speaking. I went to the funeral meal. Literally, I walked through the kitchen. It's the middle school youth camp on the other side of the kitchen. So I'm going back and forth between middle school youth camp where I ate an Oreo covered in mustard. Ugh. Anyway, it's That's like the Oreo challenge like. or what? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. It's been a long 25 minutes. Uh, yeah, it's been a long, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's, he's going to give me some Altoids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But also, that, like, we've talked before about, like, the, yeah, the difference in ages, but also, like, how just going, how you're having to go back and forth between an incredibly sad group of older people yes. and an incredibly happy group of young people. Yeah, they're playing ships and sailors. <laughs> and, yeah. Anyway. The old people? No, oh. the young people. That would be it. Hey, guys, we're doing we some interactive things. We were sailors in the war, the Great War. Um, That's awesome. The Great War. <laughs> well, it's good. Okay, what we're going to do, we're going to take a little break. Um, whenever we come back, we're going to talk about um, some of your highlights from being here. Uh, like what 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 have been some of your favorite sure. things? And then also some of the things that you might have learned to, that you think will prepare you for, for your next parish. And speaking of your next parish, the last thing I didn't say about the kids thing was that was the thing. Kind of how you were saying, you're like, I don't want, I don't want to leave, but I... I, I do want to go, you know, yeah. sort of thing. And it, like, that was the first time where I was like, um, like happy you were going somewhere else because mm-hmm. it's like, it, it, which, which, which shows, I think the growth in, in our parish. Cause like, but at the time you got here, I was like, we need, we need the two of you because we were in such a sure. terrible place. And now that we're in a better place, it's kind of like, Oh, like, no, like someone else deserves you. Someone else deserves. And, and I, and I think it was when, when Mr. Johnson was talking about like you leading that school, mm. it's like a whole nother school gets this mm. while we, while we also continue because continue yeah, with father Brian, Brian, where like, Brian, yeah. it, yes, it'll be different, but like, 
like even if it goes down a few percentages because we don't have both of you. Sure. They're like, let's say our well, the our new priest is, will bring a gift, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. he, I and mean, that's the thing is, it's. I hope he brings it, a gift for me. <laughs> I like There's so many jokes that could be made right now that I'm not going to make. But uh, anyway, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I was glad. I was like, I don't know. I'm moving to a different parish. I don't Whatever. I yeah. want him here. Right. But I was like, oh, he's going to a school that needs him. I was like, that's pretty cool. So, okay. Don't go right anywhere. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. We recently hit a big milestone on our YouTube channel in order to become a YouTube partner, which essentially is good for us in two ways. One. Uh, YouTube would share our videos with more people. So more people get to enjoy the content that you're enjoying right now. Uh, but also it helps us to make a little bit of money. So if you want to help us out in a, in a way with the, the big milestone, I didn't even say it to become a YouTube partner. You need 4,000 watch hours in a year. And we just hit the 3000 hour mark for the first time. So we're 75% of the way there. So thank you guys so much for uh, uh, enjoying our videos over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Forte Catholic. Uh, what we have going on over there is full-length episodes of this show every single week. We've got our Catholic Perspective series where we look at some of our favorite movies, video games, books, TV shows, and uh, through a Catholic lens. So a lot of the, the pop shows, everybody's, what everybody's talking about, we like to talk about those shows from a Catholic lens. We also have our Catholic Foundation series, which is like a, a systematic Catholic, Catholic theology in 10 weeks, 10 videos. Um, you know, Father Mike's trying to do, or is doing catechism in a year. Uh, in 365 days we're trying to do it in 10 videos so uh, if you want to if you are new to the faith or if you want a refresher uh myself uh who is a uh, theology grad school dropout and another person who graduated from the school with a grad in theology teach the courses and uh people of the parish have been joining it. we hope that you do as well we've also got uh music and talks and all sorts of stuff over there on youtube.com slash forte catholic thank you guys for watching those videos and we're almost there uh you can help us get there by just going over and enjoying some of those videos videos please do youtube.com slash forte catholic welcome back to forte catholic i am taylor Stroll. that is still father william j rooney what's your middle name lloyd Lo that, that, that might be the least expensive answer now that's my middle name i know but it's very unexpected it's been my it's been in my family for years and it dies with me <laughs> oh no but you have you have other brothers i it, do i have brothers it, does, it, it dies with me probably though because they didn't name none of their kids are named lloyd are and they, probably, probably they're are great. They, are they done? No. That's the personal question about your family. No, they're not there, done. I, it's very unlike. Uh, it's, it doesn't die with you yet. Well, no, the name William will continue because my uh, nephew's name is William. There you go. Well, his name is Lee. He goes by Liam. But. I, um, I was the only boy in my family. So when people thought I might be a priest, we thought like the shoals were going to die with <laughs> They're me. They're going to die. Uh, and now we only have one son. So if he goes to the priesthood, the shoals will die with him. So we just keep it kicking it down a generation. But, oh my gosh. Uh, um, one last thing. Before we get into what I, what we promised, um, I did have to tell you this. Uh, it One of those jokes that like went over very well, but it really only works for my community. But we're going to see if it works here. Um uh, because we talked about earlier how I would mess with you about your long homilies, your long masses. Uh, but then the ministry that I lead at the parish tends to go over. But everybody also knows that I hate, like, I hate going over. Like, yes. I will do whatever I can to end it. Everybody, especially that works with me, and, like, the end by the end of the foundations group, they're like, oh, he likes to end at eight, right? Yeah. Um, but the first one. I'm doing a lot of setup at our first one. I'm like, this is what foundations is. You know, usually it's like dinner. Talk, small group, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, and that's eight o'clock. But I'm doing setup. This is what Foundations is. This is who we are. We're introducing ourselves. And we're like, why you should be here? Why you should come back? And then we do the talk, and then we do the small groups. And, like, it's and then a lot. we have uh, like some uh, announcements at the end, or like explaining everything else. So uh, our joke this time was that. That I was like, this first night, just bear with me. This might be like a Father Will Mass. We might go about 10 minutes late. <laughs> Next week, I promise, will be a Father Brian Foundations. And sure enough, that's what we did. And the joke worked both times. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Father Brian's efficient, man. He's efficient at the altar, I like altar him too. a lot. I try to be, I try to be efficient. <laughs> I, he's been a priest for 17 years. He knows his way around the altar, yeah. you know? Yeah. Those types of things. Um. The, I, I had two more. I didn't finish um, my two other times that you were a father to me. One was at Foundations. Okay. You were on your day off, and you were like, uh, I was like, hey, can you come 
you know, you, can you come? And you were like, I'm actually, you were actually at the same point. <laughs> I've talked about how beautiful this house is. There's a whole nother second house that's bigger than this house. And you and some of your priest friends were staying there. But even like on your night off with your other priest friends, yeah. you came over and, and uh, gave a blessing to us, which was just really cool. Because this is a group of people on our last night that I've come to care about, sure, you know, 10 yeah. weeks in. Let's talk about some of your highlights. And uh, meaning, what were some of your... Um, like favorite moments being here. Oh man. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to kick you off with one. I'm going to, I'm going to send you a softball one. It was a story that I heard um, this weekend. And I was like, I don't know if I was, I don't know if I heard this homily. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't, but they said it was pretty early. It was the hobo homily. Uh, yeah. And apparently a lot of people remembered it. And sure. I, I didn't. So this was yeah. fresh and new information for me. Um, so, so apparently that was one of the highlights for the community. Yeah. So while you're kind of thinking of some of your highlights, what's what was the hobo homily yeah so actually i mean i have to give credit where credit's due i got this idea from uh and mostly stole it from father jim swift who is the rector of the seminary at uh at the first seminary that I was at. Mm-hmm. And every year he would start the seminary year talking about how we were hobos for heaven. So uh hobo is um a contraction of the words homeward bound. Homeward bound. So after it came from after the Civil War, all these soldiers had to get back to where they were from and they were going home. Mm-hmm. And they got confused with tramps and people who were just, you know, drifters and stuff like that. A dog that eats spaghetti? Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess something them. like that. But they were very, they were very clear, like, we are not, we're not just drifters. Like we're on a on a on a on a a road and it might take a long time because they would have to hop on a train. They'd have to get off. They'd have to find somewhere to work because they had no money and they would get it back on and, and all this type of thing to get back. And they were always homeward bound. And I think it's a good analogy for like the fact that the war is won. Jesus already won, but we're, we're still going home, right? Like we're, oh, we're still going they home. Were literally and so going home from a war. They yes. Won. They were literally, <laughs> yes. You see what I'm saying? And so, yeah, I just, I think that we're heavenly hobos is like a, a kind of a, a, a clever alliterative way, <laughs> you know, got a little H sound on both and yeah. it just works really well. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's funny. Uh, every time I hear it, just, I, I think of, uh, working in the church and how we're all poor. Uh, so I was like, is he talking about church workers? Like the, the home, the homeless, almost homeless people in the church. The almost homeless. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. So that was the, I mean, I really do enjoy, uh, preaching. Um, and one of the things I would say is a highlight. That's not, a, I can't particularly point out a one, one moment, mm-hmm. but what has been really cool is because the parish council along with father Brian has been, um, working on a, a clear mission statement for the parish to be able to work with that in, in preaching, right. Has been, uh, has been a, a real gift, right. Like to talk about meeting, knowing, living and sharing Jesus, right. Even though we're not using the uh, gerund forms, it's meet, no live, share. Right. I heard that that was a big argument at one point. Um, but th- that's been cool. I think, um, one highlight for me was, uh, in, in particular, let me, let me just think about this for a second. I'm sorry. I'm not, I, th- I remembered my other father moment while you're thinking the okay, other great. father moment was while like you were, you literally became like went from brother to father for three months while father. Brian was oh yeah. yeah. And you mentioned the pastoral council. It made me think of it like being on the pastoral council and seeing you, this guy who's younger than me and hadn't been around the church as long as I, or, sure. I, I yeah, working, absolutely. on the working side of the church yeah, yeah. Well, and how well you did that. And, and like everybody in the pastoral council has been very complimentary of, of how you, let those yeah those those are fun the the meetings right like to try and figure out how to how to lead a meeting in that way um i would say uh uh, one of the one of the highlights of the year was that march 19th celebration of like the 150th anniversary it was really cool to see that happen um the eucharistic procession that we had this this past week um gosh it's really cool because uh i'm from here and there were parishioners from all of these different parishes and, and that, and they wanted to be there. And, and we walked through downtown Bryan, uh, praying and praising Jesus and in a public witness of the faith. But I think that the, 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 those are kind of big events, right? And big events have their place in the life of the church, but the things that give me life are as a priest are just like talking to people spending time with people. I, I don't know if I shared this last time, um, but it's certainly a highlight moment. Uh, after the confirmation mass, 
I went and hung out with his family. Um, they live pretty close to the church and, uh, it was just me and, and I was talking with everybody, but then we went outside and there was a bonfire cause it was a cool night. Um, it was nice. And it was me and a couple of the kids who'd been confirmed and an older brother of one of them. And we were sitting there talking and it was just a moment of profound joy to hear these kids talk about like praying, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. As a, as a priest, as a father to hear them, that they were, uh, they were going towards that. They were trying and they were talking about it in the sense of like, it's a struggle, but I was, it, it brought me profound joy mm-hmm. to, to, to experience that. Um, it's only a struggle if somebody's trying. Yeah, exactly. It's not a, it's not <laughs> like, a struggle if you're not praying. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so I, that, I would say if you are praying, it's almost always a struggle. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So, um, so that, that's something there. Um, I'm trying to think of other particular moments. There's always those moments of like, going into a hospital room and being with someone um and and praying with them and and loving them and their family um particularly if if there's no one else right i mean if they if they really are alone and and i get to go be the person who walks into the hospital room and and says hey i'm i want to pray with you um and and even if they can't communicate. I, I remember there was this one guy who I went to go anoint and he was all by himself and he really couldn't talk at all, but he could understand very well. He was a younger guy. Um, and I, I don't know what had happened in his life or, or whatever, but just to be there as a priest and to say, I care about you and I want you to know God loves you. Like God loves you. Um, and I, you know, I wish that I could stay longer, or, you know, I wish that I could be there on a regular, ba- a more regular basis, but those, those little profound moments. Um, and then, yeah, just the, the fun of, uh, I guess the other aspect is the fun of being a priest in a parish mm-hmm. in a certain sense, like, especially with like the school kids or the youth group kids or the, the young adults or, or whatever, just, you see this joy of life, right. And, and, uh, you get to, to, you know, participate in that, whether that's by, um, taking a pie in the face. I did that one time for the youth group kids. Hopefully that didn't have mustard on it. No, it, it was just whipped cream, which is pretty, nice! which, <laughs> yes, exactly. Which is really disgusting. Yeah. Like the whipped cream, but you know, kind of tasty. Um, anyway, so there's just a lot of, a lot of things, um, that I'm thankful for. And I, even, even down to, the joy of walking with these seminarians mm-hmm. this past month and a half and uh, having that community. It's, it's been awesome. Yeah. Um, something you said reminded me of one of the, one of the other things that I, oh, yeah. so we're going to move into the, uh, what have you learned in, yeah. in this year and how do you think it's preparing you to be a pastor, pastor for the yeah. first time or whatever the fake. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. About. Pastor. Um, one of the things that, uh, Another one of the highlights that was mentioned for at, at the, there was a lot of things said, which is why I keep bouncing back to it. Cause I keep remembering things. Yeah. That's like, that's great. Um, but there's one guy who I, I know cause he went through foundations and he has, uh, at least one PhD, I think a couple in like the science area. Okay. And, uh, yeah. And he and I would have conversations where I'm like, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> like, just like, so, so, so smart. And him and then a couple of other people. And then I, I, like I mentioned earlier, I was having that thing of like, there's not many people that can spar with me like you can because you're very smart. And I, I say that with like, y- yes, I know I'm calling myself smart at the same time. But, sure, yeah. but I think I mentioned last time that your IQ is probably 100 points higher than mine. Um, like, And I think pretty highly of myself, you know? <laughs> but like I was reminded when uh, both him saying it and you saying like, like your, even your story of like going into the hospital and like saying God loves you and talking to somebody who can't understand much um right or even can't just communicate can't communicate yeah, right yeah. um but then also like the the quote-unquote simplicity of constantly talking about jesus and homilies that i talked about earlier and it's like i know a lot of priests who are way smarter than me and yet they don't connect with mm. people like sure. like you have right so i i, I don't know i don't know if that I, I, maybe that is Maybe you just arrived that way, right? But that's something that I've seen, whether whether it was something you were growing in sure. or just something that I noticed later than maybe at the beginning. Sure. But just because I always knew you were incredibly smart because of that week that we spent together. 10 years uh, ten ago. 10 years ago, yeah. right? And I was like, this guy's ridiculous, right? Um, but the ability to 
simplify things because I know like as a teacher, like it's <laughs> a lot more fun to talk about the more nuanced kind of thing. Yeah. Like that's why I like having oh, to talk yeah. about your house, right? Yeah. Like talk about these little nuanced <laughs> things that are so weird. It's like no one's ever asked this question before, right? Yeah. Why, are we, why do you care? And this like, is exciting. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. like, I actually had the experience at Foundations where I gave a talk. I was so excited. I, I talked to you a little bit, but I most talked to Father Brian. I was giving this talk about the Trinity, and I was like scared. Yeah. Because everybody. I goes, don't want to fall into heresy. Exactly. 100%. <laughs> and I think most priests have on Trinity Sunday, which we Absolutely. Just right? Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to. I've been making fun of priests for heresy of this whole time. I can't do it. <laughs> I, I can't make fun of somebody and then not be able to back it up. Right. So I dove in and I got like really nerdy. And then, like, after the first time, there was a little bit of kind of like, was that right? For this group, and then after I did it the second time, me and the other two people that lead foundation with me were like, "That's this all right. Too I, much. Need, I need to simplify this." Yeah, and like for me, it's like because it was either talk about the Trinity and like this high theology stuff, or talk about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, which is something I've been doing for, for like the basic stuff for forever, and I had to simplify it. So I think like this, me growing in that made me notice it, and you, sure. right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, what, are, what do you think? I mean, three, five things that you've yeah. learned in this year. Well, I will say that, 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 that has been a continually, a continued learning process. Um, my, my dad's a professor at A&M and, uh, he makes his, he tells his grad students, like, if you can't explain it, what you're doing to your grandma, mm -hmm. then you probably don't know then enough. Your grandma's to, an idiot. No, then you, <laughs> then you probably don't know enough to, to get a PhD, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah. you, you, if you can't, say it simply, you probably don't know it well. And I, I think that that's, there's a lot of truth to that. Um, and I've, I had the opportunity to teach some in the, in the school and just, I didn't know that until like this week. Yeah. And <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was also a, a real challenge and, and we got good kids at St. Joe's. It's, it's, it's good. Um, but just to, to figure out how to take what I wanted to give them right. and put it in a way that, it inspires their curiosity, makes them interested, but also like this tension of figuring out how to make, make them work, but not so hard that it's miserable. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so, so that, that was one thing. Um, and, and figuring out how to do that. Um, yeah, that, a that's, little bit that's, better. that's all like, I think about that with coaching a lot. It's like, yeah. we have to challenge them. You're not yeah. going to get faster, stronger, bigger, better if you don't challenge yourself. Yeah. But if I just kill you Monday through Thursday, you're not going to perform. Well you're not going to. Yeah, exactly. you know? <laughs> so, so there's this balance there. Um, I think also, uh, I continue to get, I mean, one of the aspects of my personality that's great is I'm very assertive. And one of the aspects of my personality that could be a little bit troublesome as a priest is I'm assertive. And it's funny. I haven't noticed that because I'm very assertive. Yeah. So I think you're, I, think I have a you're like, you're, I, we're both over here on this. Like if this was no assertiveness and this was high, you know, like we're both over here, you might be one step ahead of me. And <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's, I'm assertive. It all. Yeah, no, I am. Trust me. And, uh, and, and so that is a continued growth of virtue in, in my heart of like, okay, I need to make sure that I'm listening, which is a, it's a huge thing. When you go to a parish, I, I don't know much about St. Mary's and Temple. I know where it is. I know the previous pastors. I know this and I know that, but I don't know the people. I don't know the traditions as well. And, and, and some of those things there's, uh, you just got to learn and that requires listening and, and hearing. And um, so to continue learning in that, in that regard is important. Um, I've definitely grown administratively. <laughs> which I know is not maybe the thing that most people think about when they think about the priesthood, but it's a really important thing. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, I am, I'm uh, the other priest on this show talks about how he, uh, yeah. jokingly, but with a lot of truth to it, that he was ordained to do paperwork. <laughs> I mean, sometimes like just like there's, there's things and you're, you're like, I don't, I've never done this before, but I, okay, I can, we're going to figure out how to do this. And, and that's, that's part of the charism of being a diocesan priest that I had to grow in. And especially those three months with father Brian being gone, where it was like, okay, we, this is what we're doing. Here we go. We had a great team here. So that set me up to, to desire that. And I think that that probably uh, has been a, perhaps the, maybe the greatest learning is like, that leads me to the, the point of greatest learning is father Brian is extremely committed to um, leading from a team yeah. in the parish. And um, I, I knew, I, I think I knew intellectually that that's 
the ideal situation prior to coming here. I've read some of the books and that kind of thing before. Yeah, like a, a, a spiritual leader having like a team of 12 or something that yeah. can help him. And then yeah, yeah. I've heard that somewhere. Yeah, and then you got like four or five people around you that are that are very committed to the and yeah, helping you. Parish, it's uh, Peter... James, John, Juan. Anyway, so, but I mean, those are the, that's the kind of thing. It's like Father Brian modeled that very well from the very get go of, of us being here. And I'm super thankful for that because I hope, I, I don't know how that will look exactly at the next place, but I'm hopeful that we'll be able to get that going eventually. Um, yeah. um, because it is, it is one of those things that you, if you go read what a pastor is supposed to do in canon law, it is, it's unattainable by one, one guy mm. in, in, in the United States of America right now. Like it's, it's, you just couldn't do it. And so I'm hopeful that, um, yeah, just to see that that's the way that the, the, the Lord, um, invites us to lead yeah. right? just like he did. Yeah. I, I have, it, it's my, it might be my favorite thing about him. Uh, about Father Brian is the that even just like my, my personal experience with it, but then also seeing how it's affected the parish is like with former regimes of pastors, like I was just out mm. because the pastor had their vision and speaking of like assertiveness, like to the nth degree of like this, it's my way and this is how we're doing it to the point where e- even even if if his vision was 100% perfect, he maybe accomplished 20% of it mm. because everybody fell off. Nobody wanted to be on the train. Right. Sure. Yeah. Um, and where now I would imagine uh, we are not a hundred percent of the way to the vision that father Brian has for this parish. But yeah. if he wouldn't have done it without, without the team that he has so, and all this momentum, we'd yeah. be at 20% of it. Yeah. Where now we're probably at, I don't know, 80%, something sure. like that. Like we're, we are doing very well, I would imagine. And maybe his perfect parish at a hundred percent of his vision is here, but the, the community is like, no, nah, that's not for us. Like this 10 to 20% is not for us. Sure. Or, or we're not ready for it yet. Whatever the case yeah. may be. Right. We are accomplishing 80 like with all the things that you say, it's impossible for one man to do. Yeah. If we're accomplishing 80% of it and growing as a parish and things are good and people like being here. Yeah. Then we're doing That's a huge right, thing. Right? Yeah. So, it's huge. Um, I have appreciated that. Like he makes me feel like the, the gifts that I bring to the table are, are valued. valued and utilized. Right. Yep. Where like, I have not felt that by everybody <laughs> sure. in the past. Right. So, yeah. um, I, I thought about that a lot because like you got to, you got to st- step in and lead in that in scenario that yep. from something that was already built. Right. And now no, you kind of have to go either see what's already there or, yeah. or build it there. Um, Cause I remember the last time you were on, we had talked about like how we talked a lot about the liturgy the last time, you yeah. were on, 10 episodes ago, if you want to go listen to it, but it was like how you kind of slowly implemented things. Yeah. And I would imagine it would, it's going to be fr- one of the things that would be frustrating or hard to do is I want to do all those things on day one. Cause I just spent a year trying to get to here, sure. but with liturgy stuff and with like pastoral stuff, I would imagine slow. you kind of have to take a step back and be like, okay, we're at 20% now. Like I, I want to get to 80. Yeah. <laughs> you, <know? Like, laughs> you got to be able to live in the tension mm-hmm. of like, okay, this is what the church is asking, or this is what I feel that Jesus is calling us mm-hmm. to. And, and that's a real thing. But uh, at the same time, like we're not there yet and, and that's okay. You yeah. Know? Uh, any final thought, any final things that you think you've learned that have prepared you to be the not pastor, pastor of St. <laughs> Mary's temple. Uh, so one one specific thing that has come to mind is um i my assertiveness uh caused someone to um just just be really sad like there was just a situation where someone was asking for something that they had every right to ask for they caught me at a bad moment mm-hmm. and it was just like like can you just give me a second like right, it, right, right, yeah, yeah. and that person uh for whatever reason it was just a, a, a maybe it was a bad day for them too and it really hurt them mm-hmm. um and i saw it immediately like i it was a physical sign of 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 their like hurt and they they kind of teared up and and i uh i asked their forgiveness right there immediately like i i specifically said i'm so sorry mm-hmm you're loved. And I, this is not a reflection of the, right. And, mm-hmm. and that taught me a lot mm-hmm. that, that, because that person forgave me and, uh, it has been, it's been a good, 
a good thing. We're not like best friends or something like that, but, um, it was, I think that that's a really important lesson as a, as a priest, like, I know I'm going to make mistakes and I know I'm going to make people mad and, or, or sad or, or whatever. And that's part of the territory of being an imperfect human being. Um, but to see that for the most part, people will also say, yeah, I forget. Like, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like right. th- 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 those are really a moving thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, good. It helps me. Uh, it's two things come to mind. One, uh, if, if there was only one, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I've, that was the most evident one. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. but you know, yes, good for you for apologizing and, you know, but, uh, the other thing is uh, one of my closest friends now, who's now, now actually working with me, one of our first interactions was I said something that hurt her feelings and mm-hmm. I immediately had, had to apologize and she forgave me. And now we're good friends. Like we were closer than almost anybody very quickly. Yeah. Not that that happens in every case. Right. Sure. But yeah. like we were close because what I had been struggling with, she had no idea. I had no idea that what I, my offhand comment, what, like, yeah. it, it was a joke, but I didn't mean it for it to hit as hard as yeah. it did. Right. Um, but at the same time, she didn't know that something I've been dealing with is where I worked uh, because I have a strong personality. People wouldn't come tell me mm. that they were upset with something that I did. They'd go tell everybody else. Yeah. And then I'd find out from somebody else. And I'm like, how is this helpful? Right. It's uh, but it's actually pretty nice that, that, that I could see it immediately and that she approached me about it. But anyway, um, yeah. all that being said, uh, it's been great having you here today. It's been great having you here for a year. Uh, and uh, 363 days. Yeah, I know. I was, like I was like, yeah. Everybody kept saying a year. I was like, we're rounding up. It was yeah. not a year. <laughs> it's not quite a year. But. Uh, we didn't even talk about it. Uh, but you're going on a trip. I hope you enjoy the Holy Land. We didn't talk about it at all. But Thank we're, you. We're out of time because yeah. we've already run over. And uh, we, classic. You know. <laughs> you put us together. It's like a multiple yeah, exactly. effect, right? So we've actually been recording for nine hours. I had to edit this down. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, anyway, it's been it's been a, a pleasure having having you here thanks for coming last minute to do the show yeah absolutely uh, i was like i can't share because uh one i thought father brian was might be upset with me if i just went up and didn't answer his question i answered a lot of stuff about brother <laughs> but then the other thing i was like i have a lot to say i'll just invite him over to my house and we'll do it on i the have show. a podcast that's why i have a lot <laughs> exactly exactly yeah, so that's great. uh anyway thanks for being here enjoy temple enjoy the holy land enjoy thanks, the man. temple in the holy land at least the uh, one wall that's left. The one wall that's left. <laughs> I think we will go to that. I'm not 100 percent sure. We may not. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. If well, we're going to the western, wall. You, you can wail there or you can cry if you don't go. Either way, you'll be there will be tears involved. So anyway, that's my bad joke to end the show. I'm Taylor Schroll. I'll be back next week. He's Father Will Rooney. Will what was it? Leonardo? Larry? What was your middle name? Lloyd. <laughs> Lloyd. <laughs> Andrew Leonardo. Lloyd Weber will not return. We'll see you next week. See ya! <laughs> That was absurd. Thank you guys for watching and listening today. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please hit subscribe wherever you were watching or listening. Maybe share it with a friend, somebody who, who you know that would enjoy today's conversation with Father Will, uh, whether it's a priest friend or somebody who is going through a transition of a priest at their parish. Uh, or if whatever, if anything stuck out to you from today's show, please share it with somebody. We are mostly grassroots here. We spend like $3 a day in advertising. The rest all comes from word of mouth. So a word of mouth. So we thank you guys for helping us out in that. We, we hope that you enjoyed today's show and we will talk to you soon. Love you. Bye.